Yeah, you know what's up. You know what's going on right now. It's time. We're live back in action, pumping through your airwaves. This is the Roof of Sports Podcast, presented by the Sports Column. My name is Jason Fearman on Twitter at SportsProfit1. Today, like most days, we're talking football, baby, especially since the 2020 draft is less than a week away, guys. We've got plenty of other news and topics to discuss around the league, and to help me do that today is a man long overdue to be my special guest on the show, Mr. Dave Cheerney, a man of many talents, is with us on the podcast today, and I'm delighted, bro, to have you on. Dave, thanks so much for taking some time away from your schedule to hang out, talk some football with us. How are you doing, especially with everything going on? How is you and your family, man? Oh, Jason, well... I just want to backtrack a little bit and say, yeah, this has been long overdue that you and I actually got on and cut it up a little bit. But uh, everything here, you know, I'm in New York and everything's uh, just a little crazy. Yeah. But uh, hanging in there. Um, family is healthy. So that's all good. And just taking a break away from, you know, and then watch some more normality, you know, in life and to talk some football. That's you know what that's what we need right now. Look, we're not watching anything except for old games, and I've been enjoying a lot of those old games that have been on, especially my Forty Nine ones when they come out on the winning side. But uh, yeah, man, we know about those Forty Nine ers Cowboys days in the in the mid nineties, right there, early nineties. We may even talk about that a little later. But yeah, man, we got plenty of other news and topics around the league. We're gonna go crazy today. Dave is the co-host of Dynasty Football 101 on the Sports Crew Radio Network. He's also a contributor at Fake Pigskin, not to be confused with Fake News, and Dynasty Draft Books. We'll talk about more of Dave on social media a little bit later, but it is time to get into some NFL football action. All right, it's going to go on right now. And since you're a fantasy man, we're going to talk fantasy football later, too. We got a lot of stuff going on on the show today. It is a blessing the NFL season would start on time, and although it's highly doubtful that it will, it will be back in force in due time. Until then, we're going to talk about a lot of what's happened, happening, and what will happen, the future of the league once it does resume playing. So, Dave, you ready to roll? Breaking out the crystal ball, baby. <laughs> My man. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get into this stuff, guys. Like we said, we have a whole lot to talk about, and we're going to jump into it right now. We got topics everywhere up and down, left and right, all over the show. But I figured we start with the draft because that's where, you know, that's where most of the action's at right now. We're going to go through pretty much all the picks kind of in rapid-fire succession. We'll get to a couple of di- different teams, um, certain divisions I want to focus on a little bit later. But, Dave, uh, let's go to the top of the draft right away. And um, the first pick has been pretty much unanimous for, you know, God knows how long already, uh, that Joe Burrow is the number one over pit overall pick. Um, I do have something I want to say about that, but I'd like to hear your thoughts first about really his one year of explosiveness at LSU and if that earns him the right to be the pick. Is He's going to be the pick. Joe Burrow is going to be the pick. Um, you know, you've seen, you've followed the NFL draft, and quarterbacks are usually overrated, but they tend to go off boards so quickly. Joe Burrow, you know, going to the Cincinnati Bengals, is pretty much a no-brainer. I, I I love his skill set, but again, you mentioned it was a one-year you know type of a wonder thing there. So I could see him going either way as far as production is concerned. And the Bengals, you know, you know, since Carson Palmer, I mean, have, have struggled at the position. Oh yeah. So 
Yeah, so um, I'm interested to hear what your thoughts on him are. But, I mean, again, he does carry the stereotypical type of quarterback skills that are, you know, are meant for NFL. Well, he does. They say he's got the it factor. I mean, again, it's been a foregone conclusion he's going to be the number one pick overall. So it seems as if the Cincinnati Bengals see him as a franchise quarterback, a guy who can take them in somewhat of the near future to the playoffs and beyond. The only thing about the Bengals is, is that they need so much other help. And, you know, giving that, not giving the number one pick away, trading the number one pick can get them so many assets back. And they can even maybe even get, I don't know, a Jordan Love later on or a Jacob East. I'm not saying they're going to be a Joe Burrow. Now, listen, if you have the opportunity to take a franchise quarterback, you do it. There's really no question about it. So that's the only thing I'll say. But on the other hand, I, I just think they have that option, much like Washington at number two, another foregone conclusion that, Chase Young is going to go there, and why not? It makes all the sense in the world. The guy is a monster, and we've seen what defensive linemen can do, like Nick Bosa did last year for the 49ers. So I get all that, but they're another team I can see moving back, even with the Dolphins at number five, and maybe getting an Isaiah Simmons, who, for all intents and purposes, might be the all-around best defensive player in the draft. He's he's definitely a great uh, linebacker, you know, coming out of Clemson. That's uh, you know, that's a solid school playing in a solid division. Right. And that cat can play safety and defensive line if you wanted to. Right. He, well, he's flexible. So I could see the Redskins. I know um, that you wanted to talk to Redskins here. They, they, they are another team that need a good bit of help. It's been a while since they've been competitive. And it stinks. I mean, it stinks because I, I'm a D.C. boy. That's where I grew up. And while I, I am not a Redskins fan by any stretch, I always admired <laughs> the Cowboys-Redskins rivalry going back to the 70s. All right, I'm, I'm giving my age away here. But, <laughs> <laughs> the older, the wiser, my friend. The older, the wiser. And I just so miss it. So, again, the Redskins do need a lot of help. They've had some bad management there for the longest period of time. So, again, I, I like your call here, um, but again, they, they need still need a good bit of help to get them back into competitive ways. Yeah, they sure do. Look, you know, if they can get another one of Miami's picks, they pick again at 18 and then 26, I believe. Let's say they get that 18th pick. I don't know if a Javon Kinlaw is still around, um, you know, an A.J. Terrell, a cornerback, maybe somebody they can use. That, look, there's a, there's a lot of guys out there. This is a really, really great draft if you look at it on paper and a lot of good offensive linemen as well. So, I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes, man, a lot. And the consensus is, you know, the kid out of Ohio State is Jeffrey Okuda. He's the top cornerback, hands down. Uh, let's say the Lions stay at number three and everything falls into place. The You know, no no trading, no nothing. You got Burrow, you got Tua. With, uh, excuse me, you got uh, Chase Young. Would the Lions definitely go Okuda? Or would they even think about trading out and – I don't know, maybe getting a quarterback later on, you know, Stafford's successor, who's 32 years old right now. Yeah, I could, wow, they can go, the Redskins are so unpredictable. You just never know what they're going to do. I love your pick of Akua um, via trade with the Miami Dolphins. I thought that was uh, pretty, pretty brilliant. I mean, you could always use a great cornerback, and he's got to be the top in the, uh, in the class here, but I can also see the Redskins trading down and looking at a wide receiver, CeeDee Lamb. They could be looking at another quarterback and Jordan Love. I mean, we're talking about 
uh, players that are going to be down in the 10 to 20 range. Right. So right. And they can pick up another, you know, maybe another second rounder, third rounder, whatnot, and go a little bit. I could just definitely see them doing that. So, again, I love your pick for them, but I could just see the Redskins dropping down. I yeah. certainly can. Yeah, I, I, I can also. I, I do see them acquiring, uh, you know, another first round pick for Miami if that's the route they decide to go. I'm not sure how much, how much the Chargers have to offer, but that also seems like they're definitely going for a quarterback. Justin Herbert's been linked to them for a while, but now we're seeing Tua drop behind Justin Herbert. You know, Herbert's kind of that prototypical quarterback, but then again, Tua's one of those specimens that they say is like a left-handed Drew Brees. So where do you go? Actually, I got a chance to uh, be up and up and close with Justin Herbert at the Senior Bowl, and oh, uh, such a! Uh, not only did he perform very, very, very well, he did. He views very, very well, and you know, when it comes draft time, you know, they that plays a major part into it. Now, I obviously, uh, well, not obviously, but I mean, I, I never met Tua, but uh, Justin Herbert was probably the most impressive player at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, you know, but there's a lot of people that have been around, you know, the senior bowl and just obviously, you know, college quarterbacks in general, and they fall in love with him. And they say that he's got really everything. And he's a quarterback they talked about last year, knowing that, you know, knowing that he'd be maybe a top five to at least top 10 pick in this year's draft. So we'll see if the Chargers do jump on him because right now they're rolling with Tyrod Taylor. I don't believe that's their future. They didn't go after Cam Newton, which I found a little strange. We'll get into him a little bit later, but, um, yeah, those are. The, oh, if you wanted to say something, please, Dave. Go ahead. No, no, no. I got just you know we're gonna hit some players. You know, I'm gonna you know when I really because again I I did several interviews down there, so it was just like if I have we hit on a player, I'll just bring it up. Yeah, all right, there you go. Yes, please do, please do. You know, there's a lot of offensive linemen also going uh, bet- between Wills, Wirfs, and and Becton. I don't know if you can really go wrong with any three of them, but. What what's your opinion? Who may be the top, you know, offensive lineman? And I think the first one to go, if the Giants don't pick one, because I really don't see how they can pass on Isaiah Simmons if he does fall to them. That's going to be a tough one. Unless you disagree, please tell me. I know the Cardinals are going to take an, an O lineman, whether it's going to be Wills or Worfs or even Becton. So I know that. But what about the Giants? You think that they should automatically go draft, you know, go protect uh, their number one asset, their quarterback Daniel Jones, or do you go get that freak who can change a game defensively in Isaiah Simmons? Everything starts with the offensive line, my friend. Yes, yeah. Without an offensive line, it doesn't matter how good your quarterback is, and especially somebody that is, uh, you know, as young as Jones, as well, we kind of mentioned. So I can definitely see the Jones going offensive line here. And you mentioned three of the top ones in there uh, with uh, Wills, Wilkes. <laughs> Yeah, Wills, Worfs, and then Becton. That's it. Yeah, those are your top three. Yeah, they're, they're definitely the top three. So, and they come from solid schools. I just think the Giants. I mean, you need to protect your quarterback. Uh, if you have an asset in quarterback, you need to be able to protect them. And it doesn't do you any good to have a weapon if your quarterback's on his rear. You know, every other play. Yeah. Yeah, and I really get that. That's why if you're a Giants fan and you understand football, you can't boo them, you know, on – well, nobody's going to be there to boo them, but you can hear the boos from <laughs> – you can hear the boos from the New York, New Jersey area. But we'll see. In offensive linemen, I, I would not be objective to that if I were a Giant fan at all. Uh, especially, yeah, you want to protect your asset like you want to do with Kyla Murray, which is why I think they'll go offensive line. Um 
Here's one for you, all right? I got the Jaguars trading back because I know that the Raiders love to trade up and get fast wide receivers. So I think look at Henry Ruggs. But my big point in this one is that I don't know if the Jaguars are going all Gardner Minshew. They didn't bring Cam Newton in again. I I brought up his name again. But do you think that there's a chance that Love can get him, end up over there? Jordan Love, whether it's at the ninth pick or if they trade back a little bit. I think that they're looking at him very quietly. Jordan Love's another player I met. Um, he again interviewed very well. I'd be, you know, knowing the Jaguars, I think they're going to stick with Minshew. Minshew, uh, you know, just you know, he just has that mustache thing going on. So I mean, I think <laughs> so, no, but I, I think they're going to give him another year. I don't think they're ready to break in another, you know, because they've invested some time into Minshew as it is. So I don't think they want to waste that time and break in another rookie. So I definitely could see Jordan going elsewhere. So at this point, I'm going to say no. I think the Jaguars are going to stay um, settled at quarterback and going to go elsewhere. Uh, You know what? I hear what you're saying, and an argument can be made on one side. Uh, You know, you can say, well, all right, Gardner Minshew, he's our only guy. He's not the guy we expected. We think this Jordan Love kid may be able to do something. And so let's bring him in. And if he wins out, he wins out. Kind of like, you know, we're going back a little bit 10 years ago now, and maybe not quite that much, eight years ago, when Russell Wilson was the third round pick uh, coming out of NC State or Wisconsin because he went to both schools. Anyway, Matt Flynn had got that $26 million three-year deal, which was a lot of money at that time. And he was supposed to be the starter, but Wilson straight up beat him out. So, I, you know, the whole Minshew thing, I get it. It could just, I don't know if it's a one-year wonder. Maybe he's their guy, but who else is there to challenge him? Because when Nick Foles did come back and was deemed healthy in week 11 or 12, I believe, it's not like, you know, like, well, no, Minshew's our guy. Kind of like they stuck with Tom Brady, you know, going way back now 20 years ago. So, they're ready to give Foles his job back. Is Jack? Is that just because of the money situation? Usually is right. Yeah, I mean, follow the money. They always say. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. so. I mean, I, I, I see your point. I just think Minshew needs a little more seasoning, and he's not going to get it sitting on the bench. That makes a lot of sense. That does yeah. make sense. Unless you, bring, you know, you don't want to bring in a number twelve guy, even though you know the. Pat Mahomes uh, was the 10th overall pick, I believe it was, or 11 for the Chiefs and did sit a year. You can sit him behind Minshew and hope he's the guy, but a team like the Jaguars, you don't really want to waste picks. Not saying he'd be a waste of a pick. You need guys that can help right now. So they're. Exactly. That's exactly. You know, you're, get out of my head. Of my head. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, they, they need help so, so, uh, in many, so many areas. That I think I'm not in a great. It's not going to be a waste of a pick. A quarterback is never a waste of a pick. But when you have so many leaky valves in the ship, so to speak, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, you just really can't afford to take that kind of chance. They really need to build up on offense and defense, and because they've just been they've just been bad for a while. Uh, doubling up on a quarterback, I just don't. I just think you know is not the right way to go, and I. I kind of hope they don't go there, but I mean, I love your your take on Jordan Love. I mean, he was a, he displayed very well, but I think they can get by. You mentioned he kind of look at some of the other quarterbacks that are in the league. I don't think he's at the bottom of the barrel. I understand that, and I'll agree. You know, I'm, I'm not exactly sure what number I'd put him at. You know, is he in the top twenty? You know, 
probably. We'll see. But again, it's based off of one year. So I definitely get what you're saying off of that. Um, real quick with the Jets, you know, you talk about protecting your quarterback, Sam Darnold, now going into his third year in the league. Um, you want to make sure you do protect that guy, but you want to make sure you got somebody that he could throw the freaking ball to. You know, you know, Brashard Perryman, Robbie Anderson, whatever. That's pretty much a trade-off to me. You don't really have too much else going on over there. You need a playmaker. You know, they're not going to go ahead and take a guy like DeAndre Swift that high to compliment Le'Veon Bell or anything. So is it a CD Lamb, a Ruggs, a Judy, or do you think they go in a different direction? No, I'm with you, brother. They, that, that's a team that needs offense. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, um, you know, adequate. It's their offense. Uh, and I and I have a big Sam Darnold fan, and I hate the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a big Sam Darnold fan, and I love your take on the wide receivers with either, either Judy or Lamb here. I just think they need something more explosive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because defenses are just ganging up. You know, eight men in the box. Right. It, it seems like every time, and they're just blitzing. Donald's getting, you know, getting beat off pretty badly. So Very true. Again, they can go offensive line, but they also need some weapons. I really love your take on this. Yeah, you're going to need no, – I appreciate that. It looks like great minds do think alike. They're going to need a wide receiver big time, and whoever they deem most worthy of that position, they're number 11. They're in a really good spot to get one of those three guys for sure. Um, but then he, on the other side, you got the cornerbacks who guard the wide receivers. Now you got a few decent ones in this draft. Uh, you got a few safeties out there. It looks like CJ Henderson is a, is going to be the top cornerback out of Florida. I don't know if you agree or not, but most of them haven't ranked up there. Now with the 49ers at 13, you talk about a team that does need offense, even though they displayed it in very dynamic ways last year. Emmanuel Sanders is gone, so I'm hoping for whether it's a lamb or Judy or rugs, whoever can fall. But if not, we now have to not necessarily replace because it's hard to replace a DeForest Buckner, but at a much cheaper price, bring in a younger guy on the D line who can do some damage or CJ Henderson at cornerback. Now we recently signed a couple other cornerbacks uh, that we had Dante Johnson and Jason Verrett, which is great. But can't rely on Richard Sherman. I'm not a huge fan of Jimmy Ward. I'm just going through the whole 49ers secondary. I think they need help there when Tyree Kill is able to catch a ball that's in the air for about 55 seconds and nobody's around him for 20 yards. You need somebody over there to be able to be, whether it's a lockdown corner or one of the higher corners in the league. What do you think the Niners should do? Because they're right there again to get back to that Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm going defense here. Uh, defense wins championships. I'm, I'm old school. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know what your thought on Isaiah Simmons is, but uh, you're out of Clemson. Oh, I love the kid. I love him. Yeah, for Derek Brown going out of Auburn. So, when you're talking defensive line, a linebacker, I'm going the 49ers will go offense later in the draft. But I think in the first round, they're going to go defense. You think they're getting a more defensive line? Yeah, you could be defensive line and linebacker. And, and you also mentioned quarterback there. I mean, you can never have too many cornerbacks. No, there. not in so, this league. What are you Jay kidding? Anderson could uh, likely be there for them if he falls, drops down the draft. I mean, the thing is, is that your team was your team, like, like you on them. Oh, they are my team. I've been on that team longer than freaking those guys have been born, okay? That's my team. Look. <laughs> <laughs> It's my team, all right? 
Yeah, I know, I know. We, we, we've had our rivalries plenty in the past, but I'm a huge Shanahan fan because of his offensive mind. Sometimes he has a brain far toward end of games and fourth quarters, as we've seen in two out of the last four Super Bowls. Nevertheless, what that guy does before the ball is even snapped is unbelievable. All the movement, you never know where Debo Samuel's going to be. Next thing you know, Ryan, Mo, you know, Raheem Mostert's taking the ball at the middle for a 50-yard run. They're very clever with what they do with the movement. So maybe bringing in another dynamic guy. If the Henry Ruggs is there, I would love to take him because of his speed and we're a speedy type of offense where we do throw the ball. You know, because Road Warrior, we don't throw the ball downfield too much. It's more of like, let's do our 10-yard hitches, slants, and, controlled offense. Right, yeah. right, exactly. And that's the way it should be because, look, Jimmy Garoppolo did a very good job last year. I am a f- I've become more of a fan of his, but when it does come crunch time, I, I'd rather not rely on him so much. <laughs> he's still a, still a baby, though. He is. He's got some learning to do. He's, he's, a, he's an old baby where he's been around for a while, just not playing, you know. So I, I hung around behind one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, so, you're not kidding. So. And that, and some some of that did seem to rub, rub off on him. I would I would say I would uh, say. I think you're being overly harsh. <laughs> well, I mean, I know the frustrations. Listen, bro, the when you, <laughs> you you're coming off of Steve Young and Joe Montana, it's all a while ago. I understand that we've had Jeff Garcia since then. Not that yeah. he's anything to yap about, but come on, you know we're looking for our next guy over here. This is what it's I, all about. Got him. <laughs> I think you're off base here, brother. I think you're off base. I hope. I think, I think he's gonna be. Just fine for you guys. Hey, man, I hope you're right. Look, I I don't want to seem as down on him as it sounds like I am because he did improve, especially when Sanders got there. They were able to open the ball up, uh, open the offense up more, and and things did happen. And, uh, you know, he he was very accurate. Chris Jones did a phenomenal job of batting down balls to get in that Super Bowl, whoever was watching uh, very closely. So maybe he's got to get his his delivery a, a little a little higher. But, no, I do like Jimmy Garoppolo. And if you can be the quarterback of a team in your first full real season with the 49ers going to the Super Bowl, then, yeah, I'll take you all day long. So I'm not really upset about that, bro. I'll go there. Let me throw one more out there. You yeah. mentioned his name already, but Mostert, where the heck did he come from? Oh, my I, I God. I unfortunately picked him up. You know, I'll just throw a little fantasy football in here. I don't know why. I just kind of watched him, and uh, I kind of just picked him up for nothing on all my teams. And this guy just came out of nowhere. He, he really did, man. He did. I mean, look, Matt Breida got hurt. Then you had Wilson yep. get hurt. Coleman was always a shaky guy. He was a bit banged up. And, man, he's. Been, I think this may be his, like, sixth NFL team already. He was with the Saints, a few other teams that he kept getting cut, cut, cut. And he's got this blazing speed. I think that he um, – I don't know if he was an Olympian or not necessarily. He may have been um, a reserve. I'm not exactly sure, but – Blazing speed, not afraid, tough guy, and oh god, do I love him! I love him. And it was like you know, that's the type of running back you want. I mean, almost like an, an Emmett Smith type of a build. You know, it just. And you know, it's funny that you say no. it's. It's funny you say Emmett Smith because who did he have in front of him that was so great besides an offensive line that led the way? No, I'm just saying. Yeah, right. I, I, I'm trying to remember. Do you guys even use, use a fullback? I oh, mean, I don't even. Off the top of my head, I'm not sure. What, the Niners fullback? Yeah, did he use a fullback? 
Baltimore. Yeah, Kyle Juszczyk. So he's a huge oh, part yeah. of our offense. Out of Baltimore. Oh, my God. I love that guy, too. I forgot he was with you guys. Okay, so. Oh, he's great. So, I mean, uh, most everybody was just like, it was. he was just a weekly plug and play for me last year. Uh, I just didn't even think about it. But hey. I just remember when I first star, uh, saw him, it was like, all right, where did you get that name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, where did you come from? I know, right? Out of the blue, but anyway, I wanted to get your perspective on him being a 49ers fan because I'm not a 49ers fan and I love him. You know what happened? He was literally our fourth string quarterback coming into camp. And what did happen is kind of the thing that happened with Russell Wilson, different position naturally, but um, Shanahan said, there's no way I can't play this guy. That's exactly what he said when they were in um, when they were in practice in week four and five. He's like, how do I not put this guy in the field? He's incredible. And obviously, he turned out to be the right decision. So thank God. Yes, he became our lead running back. But Kyle Shanahan has this love affinity with Tevin Coleman that drives me through a freaking roof. And he's always starting the game. It's like, why? And it's like, you know, again, you mentioned Price. So, I mean, they got him. And they paid a good penny, and of course he's going to get the first look. But I think at the end of the day, you're going to look at production. So yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, production. That's what talks. That's what talks. Real quick, yeah. the, th- the Niners got the thirty-first pick, which I can see them drafting back because they don't have a second, third, or a second, third, or fourth round pick, oh, I believe. Okay. So if they can do that, they will. If not, then they'll go for the position that they couldn't at thirteen. Whether it's a wide receiver, we can get a T. Higgins maybe that late. Or we get a Trayvon Diggs at cornerback, um, something like that. Or even, you know, I don't, I don't know if we get really lucky and a guy like AJ Terrell falls to us. I highly find that possibility very unlikely out of Clemson, but it's possible. But I think the Niners will probably end up trading back out of that position, uh, unless somehow they can trade up and get another guy. I don't know. But before we go to our um, our first break, I wanted to ask you real quick: Is your Cowboys they draft number seventeen? Now, I'm, I have a feeling we didn't talk anything pre-show at all, except for basically kind of our outline. I have a feeling who they're going to go with, and I have a feeling you're thinking the same thing. And I'm going to talk a lot more Cowboys with you about Dak Prescott, especially, and that little weird party he threw. But are you th- are you thinking Xavier McKinley, C.J. Henderson, are you around that area? Are you in the secondary with me after losing Byron Jones? Yes, yeah, you're still in my head. All right, this is getting. Ah, I love it, and we didn't talk before the show. We, we, no, we didn't say a word. <laughs> uh, wow, I could definitely see them going um, either cornerback or safety or offensive line. Again, I don't think there's there's going to be any flash and dash. I think Jerry has learned finally to just calm it down. You know, yeah, and you just saw Travis Frederick, which is huge. Yes, that is freaking huge. Uh, although he, his skills did diminish towards the end. Yes, yes. He was still he was still a fantastic player. Yes. I could even see a Kenlaw. I could see uh, Matos. I could see, and then going to the offensive line, I could see where they're picking uh, a Josh Jones. Yep. Something like that. I, they just need to build up the lines. I agree. And, and the defense that they don't need it. But you know, Jerry loves the flash and dash. So he drives me freaking nuts. <laughs> I know he really does. And given Amari Cooper, and we'll talk about that a little more, a hundred million over five years. I thought that was a little bit too much, especially when your quarterback isn't we'll signed see. yet. 
Well, Javon Kinlaw, um, I have him actually going number 18, which is Miami's pick, but in my trade, it's to the Redskins. So if he can, if you can get him, that would be fantastic because he's actually, he's a great player. You can use an edge guy, even like an AJ Epineza possibly. So there, there are players out there that you can use. Um, linebacker is always one of those weird ones. They always seem to lose a key guy somewhere. So is Kenneth Murray a linebacker possibility for you? Uh, possibly. Uh, again, he's not uh, on the top of my list. But again, where they are drafting at 17, he should be available. So I would not be uh, shocked. Um, I don't, you know, he's, he's a football player. So, uh, you know, I mean, the breed is good. I don't mean to sound that. That sounds terrible. The <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma breed, football breed. Right. <laughs> Like, you know, they've been well-coached, they're well-schooled, and they're usually NFL-ready. So I don't go. think what you're saying is completely out of uh, <clears throat> out of touch, but I, I'm i not so sure. All right. Well, That's hey, listen. Stuff. We'll say we got a lot more to talk about. We're going to go to an extremely quick break, give you guys a little bit of music. We'll hit on a little bit of free agency. We're going to do some fantasy football. I want to focus on the NFC East a little bit because that's my partner over here, That Dave. That's his wheelhouse. So we're going to do that, talk about a few more quarterbacks. We have a lot of fun. We have about another half hour to go for you guys. Hang in there. We'll be right back. You know, we're back. We're back. We're going to keep this thing rocking and rolling over here in the Rufus Sports Podcast. I am joined by my man, the Road Warriors in the house, baby. Dave, how we feeling, kiddo? Feeling good, man. You just brought me back to being 12 years old, which was like about 70 years ago. <laughs> with that music. Oh, my God. I just remember growing up with that. And that's when you knew football was coming on. That's all you had to hear. Right? I mean, it gives you, like, chills. It makes the hair stand in the oh. back. And, no, I got, a, I got a lot with my Jewish fro and all that hair on my neck. I got it all over the place. So, <laughs> it's standing all the way up. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, that's what I got to do. That's what I got to do once in a while. It is what it is. I got a lot of hair. Thank God. Thank God I got hair on my head, man. Jeez, I do not want to lose that. That's the last thing. My goodness. Man, here we go again. Yeah, we'll go back. We'll go back to normalcy a little bit here on the Roof of Sports podcast. You know, we're talking NFL football. That's what we love to do. The sports column. That's where we're represented and presented by. And we were talking NFL draft. We're getting into a lot of things, and we still got a ways to go over here, Dave. You ready to rock? Ready to rock, man. All right, man. Let's keep doing it. Let's keep doing it. So, like I said, we're getting into the draft. Maybe we'll get a little bit back into that later, but I want to have a little fun over here right now, man. All right? So, I'm going to put you on the spot a bit. I hope you can handle it. Let's go. All right. Well, I'm looking at the NFC East. Well, let me tell you what we're going to do first. That would help out a little bit, right? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go with quarterbacks. We're going to try to figure out who are maybe like our top three to five best in the league. And the way we're going to do that is I'll start off with the quarterback. We'll start in the NFC East because that's in the top left-hand corner. Our eyes always flutter over there. So we'll go there. And then I'll compare it to another quarterback. If our boy over here, the Road Warrior, likes that, Dave uh-huh. says so, then we're going to that quarterback. And we'll keep going 
until we figure out who our number one quarterback on the Roof of Sports podcast is. Dave, are you freaking ready? Let's do this, man. All right, let's go. Come on. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to start off with, well, I don't know who the hell is going to be the quarterback of the Patriots right now. Sam Darnold, I'm not quite in love with yet. And the Dolphins right now are either going to go with the 76-year-old Ryan Fitzpatrick, the 14-year-old Tuatunga Vialukaloa, can't say his last name, or uh, I don't know, maybe Josh Rosen. Who the heck knows? So I'm going to start with Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills, who did bring his team or help bring his team to the playoffs last year. And I'm going to go to the next division in the AFC, which is the North. And the team that won it was the Baltimore Ravens. Would you rather have Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson, who was the MVP of the league last year? Uh, Yeah, well, I'm going to start with, uh, I've met Josh uh, Allen. How many people do you meet? What do you go to, like every gathering on the freaking planet? What's with you? Jeez, I didn't know this. I got to hang out with you more, man. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll talk offline about that. All right, all right. Good deal. interviewed so well, (laughs) but I got to go Lamar Jackson. Um, uh, There's no doubt. I mean, just just the entire skill set is just there. He keeps defenses completely off guard. You never know what he's going to do. Now, is he the most accurate? Now, is he... The most versatile, no, but he just brings a deck of cards that you don't know what you're going to pluck out of, and you better have a game plan against them. You're very, very right. I couldn't have said that really better myself at all. I mean, you're absolutely right, and God forbid the worst thing that can happen to this kid is, you know, now what's becoming the norm in the NFL sort of is having that athletic quarterback, and nobody's more athletic than him, and Yes, he does have accuracy issues at times, unless he's throwing the ball to Mark Andrews, who has become, wow. Don't get me started. I love Mark Andrews. Oh, my God. Did that guy come out of the scene and explode, really? I mean, he catches everything, and they're all touchdowns. He's like the Chris Carter of tight ends. It's unreal what this guy's doing. I love it. I never heard that. I never thought of that. Well, it's true. Now it's all. Mark Andrews coming out of college. I know that. I'm trying to remember the the other tight end that the Ravens. uh, I don't even think he's with him anymore. Who, Hayden Hurst? Hayden Hurst? Hayden Hurst, yeah. He was supposed to be the big deal. Right, and right. I'm always a fan of Mark Andrews. Thank God I have him, you know, again, I'm going to talk a little fantasy, but I have him on all my fantasy teams. So it's like, if he's, again, when I talk plug and play, you just don't even think about it on that Sunday morning. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely know that about it. He's my fantasy guy, man. Every time I'm doing that DraftKings or whatever you want to do, I'm I'm all about it. I am all about it. Love the dude. And sometimes he's at a low price, which surprises the heck out of me, but I'll take it. Big, big freaking dude. I mean, that guy's built. Oh, yeah. Know. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I mentioned that about a few guys, but that guy is stacked. Oh, he's tremendous. He's tremendous. He reminds me of Brent Jones back in the day. Go Niners, oh, baby. Yeah, okay. Go Niners. You know what I'm talking about. I All right. That's right. And so did Jay freaking Novacek, damn you, with your tight ends. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll get there. If you want to remain friends and we've been doing a good job so far, let's stop talking about that. All right. (laughs) I love it. All right. This one might even be a little silly, but it's worth asking Lamar Jackson or Ben Roethlisberger. We're not talking about careers, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about right now. I'd be surprised if Ben lasts another year. I mean, honestly, that Mm. guy has been beat up so badly. And I, I hate, you know, being a Cowboys fan, I hate the Steelers. Of course. Okay. You hate everybody because you're a Cowboys fan. <laughs> uh, you know, playing in three Super Bowls, yada, yada. 
But Roethlisberger has taken such a beating. I just don't know how much more he's going to be able to withstand. So, I, you know, I got to go Jackson here. Ben is just like, you know, again, he's like a statue in the pocket. I, I'm not so thrilled with the uh, weapons there. Uh, you have, uh, you know, a couple wide receivers, but, you know, he's always used to throw it to the tight end. And the offensive line is not that great. So I don't want to belabor this. So, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, still Lamar. Yeah, and I'm going to make it short. I'm with you on this one because I'm still the same thing. I kind of thought they've already should have moved on from Ben this year and drafted somebody and done something because, like you said, maybe he's got a year left and he's already broken uh, kind of the same way Cam, but a little but a little bit older, which is why I have a lot more hope for Cam. And, uh, again, we'll get to him a little bit later, but I agree, Lamar. All right, um, I think it's pretty stupid to ask the next one, but I'll ask Baker Mayfield. Oh, no. Are you going to kill me if I tell you I met Baker Mayfield? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, please. You know what? This is over. Cut. Cut. I'm not going to mention it anymore. <laughs> no, you're impressing me. I love it. I remember um, when I met him, he he got the following, but he was such a tool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even the guys that were paid to interview didn't even want to be around him. Uh, his skill set um, is fine. Um, you know, his quarterback situation is, you know, it is what it is. But, I mean, where he's placed. But I'm telling you, just I just don't think he's going to last that very long because, again, he just comes off as somebody that's ridiculously, uh, you know, egotistical. Yes. I could be the word I would want to say. Mm-hmm. He just turns off people in, like, seconds. I'm telling you, these people were paid to interview him. And they turned away from it. Oh, God. You know what? I don't blame you. And I love those stories. So please tell me them off air, on air, whenever. I, no, really. I love it. I think that's great. Having fun at your expense. But you got to meet all these guys. That's fantastic. That's fantastic, man. Really. But, uh, nope. Once again, I do agree. I do agree. I'm not a big fan of Baker Mayfield. I do like his game. He's got talent. But I think that he tr- tries to be a little Brett Favre-esque. And he's certainly not that. So, you got to earn it till you could do it, brother. That's the way we're going. All right. Yeah, Brett Favre wasn't here. At least Brett Favre was, was fun. This guy is right. completely arrogant. Like, and oh. and when, you're, when you're a quarterback, you need to have faith of your teammates. And I can only imagine, you know, if he's like that with them, they don't I mean players that they want to play for him. And that's, a, that's right. you know, that's going to hinder your game. Now, every quarterback needs confidence, and every quarterback needs to have a little cockiness, but he way overexceeds in the cockiness area. That's what bothers me about him big time. He's just too much, too much for Bakers. So good luck to you, Browns. Uh, we'll see if they even make, uh, you know, make 500 this year. God. They've needed luck for a while. Yeah, they need a lot, they need a lot of help. See if they can get Javian Clown in that line, but I know the Titans are looking to do so. Moving into that division – we still got Lamar Jackson on top. Um, not going to ask about Philip Rivers. I think that's silly. Um, even though Rivers did beat him a couple of years ago when Lamar Jackson was still a baby, was still a rookie. Yeah, yeah. They they had their number. They put out like six or seven D backs. They had a phenomenal defensive uh, job on on uh, Lamar Jackson. They started to get it going in the fourth quarter a little bit, a little bit too late. Next week they go to New England, the Chargers. That is, and they get just. So you know what beat out of him. They, they got smacked. New England, I swear, I don't ever. I mean, I've been around against the stir was made. And, <laughs> uh, and I never remember San Diego ever winning in New England. 
Ever. Oh, no. They they don't do it. They don't do it. And I remember they had their best chance of that AFC championship game with Rivers Rivers playing on a bad ACL and everything like that. And Tomlinson banged up. Yeah, they didn't have a shot, unfortunately, at that time. But I I digress. Going back. Now we're going to get a little. It's good to digress. That was fun to go back. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. I like doing that. We got to go back. and Look, we already showed our age over here, all right? We're not children of the 2000s. We're far from that. We're not millennials. So if we talk about 70s football, you're going to have to freaking deal with it. You're going to have to Google that stuff, all right? That's the way it's going to go. That's why you got a computer, children. I just want to jump in, though. But if you're a football fan, you do go back. You know, if you're a true football fan, you love yes. the history. So and you study up on it. That, so that's what I did. And that's a great point. That's right. Because I wasn't, you know what? I wasn't alive in 1969 to watch the Jets win their first Super Bowl. All I know is that Max Snell is the guy who scored the touchdown in that game. <laughs> that's all I know. And there you go. You ask nine out of ten people my age, they probably have no freaking idea who that guy even was. So there you go. That's the whole point. But moving on again, we got Lamar Jackson still ranked number one. I'm yes. skipping over Jacksonville for obvious reasons. Rivers is as close to done as done at this point, even though I still think they may have a decent year because he will have oh, a nice line. Just to throw that out there, I've always been a big fan of him, except I never want to uh, you know, be in bed with him because I'll get me pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I think you'd be his like, 21st kid or something like that in, in about four years. <laughs> that's wonderful i love it i love it i'm totally stealing that line without a doubt that's great <laughs> it's all in mine taking full credit for it but how about the real guy in that division and not to go over ryan Tannehill because i do like him but let's be clear deshaun watson is the best quarterback in the afc south legitimately lamar jackson or deshaun watson who do you want i want uh, deshaun watson mm. I'm actually going to go, I'm actually going to, you know, I'm kicking Jackson at this point. It's like, you know, he, uh, I don't know. There's just something about Deshaun Watson. It just, he has the charisma. He has the team that always steps up for him. It's, it just seems like it's but beyond his skill set. It just seems like his attitude. He has command, total command of that team. I, I, I see them going very far with him. Uh, he has again the complete skill set with the uh, the running the mobility. Uh, he's got the arm. Uh, he's got the players there. I, I love I love the guy. I think he's fantastic. So Lamar, you got to go. Yeah, he was he was a one man show in that second half. Well, with the help of D Hop a little bit, who he doesn't have anymore, which is unbelievable, and that's terrible for him. But um, yeah, against the Bills in that playoff game, he showed you exactly what he can do. And I am with you. As great as a runner as Lamar Jackson is. Deshaun Passer is that much better of a thrower, in my opinion. And I'll take Deshaun all day long because he can do absolutely everything. Yeah, he made everything. Maybe he doesn't run like Lamar Jackson, and that's perfectly fine. He can stand in there, and he can whip it, and he can get out of the pocket, and he can extend plays, and he can do everything you want a quarterback to do. Right now, we agree, brother. We've been doing a lot of that this show. Maybe we should script it like first take. Jesus Christmas. Next yeah. time I'm on, I'm going to disagree with everything you said. Yeah, right. Just for the heck of it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, what about this one? Let's see if we're on the same page here. We're going to go to the AFC West. We're going to eliminate Drew Locke. We're going to eliminate Derek Carr and uh, freaking Marcus Mariota. They got on that team. The Chargers, they got Tyrod Taylor. We don't know who else. So, obviously, Deshaun Watson versus Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I'm still going Watson here. Uh, Mahomes? I don't 
maybe like a one-two hit wonder. I don't know why I think that. All right, are you start? Are you starting this whole like I'm going to disagree with you right now thing? Or I thought we were saving that for next show. Are you serious? No, no disagree now. But I'm, uh, yeah, I want to hear something. It was like, so you uh, will take Mahomes over. Mahomes to me has not is not seasoned enough for me. And uh, not that I'm, and trust me, I love the quarterbacks. But you ask me between one or two, so I'm definitely going to show him Watson. I just think he's much more mature. I just think he's in what's going to be a better offense. He's just more stable. He has his team in command. Mahomes, to me, could be a flash to the pan. I'm going to throw that out there right now. I am either blown away or I'm hoping that you're giggling behind the microphone right now because everybody, I want you to know his name is Dave Cheerney, all right? The Road Warrior. This guy's killing me right now. I love him, and I cannot believe... Even though I love Deshaun Watson, and I think that he's right up there, Patrick Mahomes won an MVP through for 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns, and then he wins a Super Bowl MVP the following year in really his second year full start. Yes, he did get a little bit hurt this year, and despite not having a really good defense, they got there and comeback after comeback after comeback, and I don't have to go through all of it, but Patrick Mahomes, yes, I, I, I love this guy, and he can do it all, and I'm not saying Deshaun Watson can't. But there is just something about Mahomes. And yes, he does have better weapons than Watson. I will give you that, no doubt. So maybe there is a discrepancy there. But right now, you put him side to side and I'm picking on a football field. Patrick, you're on my team. Awesome. So we don't have to argue. There we go. (laughs) That's it. You get Watson, I'll get Patrick. (laughs) I I love your take. I think your take is fantastic. Mahomes, I just... I just love the consistency of Watson. I just see him do it time and time and time again. I hear uh, over, you. Now, over time going forward, I could change my mind. But right now, uh, there's no doubt. This is very true. We are allowed to change our minds. This is America. It's a free country. As far as we know, we're allowed to change our minds. It's all good. <laughs> for <now. laughs> yeah, for now. Who knows what's going to happen in a couple of months? <laughs> Jeez. All right. So you're going with Watson. Right now, I got Mahomes. Let's put him up against Carson Wentz. Oh, no. No, no. no. That was a quick. <laughs> He's got to be one of the most overrated quarterbacks I've ever seen. You think so, really? Even after what he did last year, bringing nobody you knew except for Greg Ward, who played 78 years ago, in to play wide receiver for them. And he did a great job. He stayed in it with the Seahawks. He's got a tough defense. You don't think he did a great job last year? No. I mean, yeah. Last year, was that the only year? Well, he almost won the MVP a few years ago. He's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. He's a really good quarterback. But he gets so overhyped. I wouldn't want him on my fantasy team. I mean, he did have the one good year. Okay, that's fine. But, and he's injury prone. I mean, how many times has he been been on the the IR? So, this is not a guy that I'm going to be looking to draft. Uh, I just, again, I just think he's overblown. I'm not saying he's bad. I think he's a very good quarterback, but okay. I mean, to make him out to be, you know, one of the top three in the league is ridiculous. Well, all right. Well, I don't think he's top three, so I, I'm with you on. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm with you on that one so far. We got we got a few more quarterbacks, and we're gonna go down the list. But no, I think Carson Wentz is great. Has he been injured yet? Because he tries to do too much. He's gonna have to learn to stop doing that. Slide feet first. That injury never would have happened if Clowney. 
I'm not calling him a dirty player, but that was a very dirty hit. He was already on the floor, Carson Wentz, and Kalani decided to smash his face through the turf. I don't know why that happened, but out went Carson Wentz. And in came Josh McCown and almost won the game for them, for goodness sake. But, um, no, I'm still with you. Look, I'll take Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson over Carson Wentz at the moment. Just saying that Carson Wentz, I, I believe in him, I guess, a lot more than you do. I understand. Wow. Yeah. I understand the injuries, but I think this guy's got really everything you need. He just needs a little bit more up top. And he's young. To me. And that's leadership is, uh, and we're going to get into a couple of the quarterbacks, uh, including mine, but I, it, it just seems like the team doesn't even like him. I mean, honestly. Mm, that's interesting. That is interesting. But don't forget, I, I understand in the year before, you know, getting away from the locker room aspect of it, that is interesting. I've heard a few things like that. The year that Foles ended up having that great playoff run, it was Carson Wentz who took him to what thirteen and one or whatever it was before that right. happened. Yeah, so, yeah, Foles had that great, but you know, Wentz MVP at that point. But again, we'll agree. I got Mahomes right now over Wentz. You got Deshaun Watson. What about? I'm going to just compare Wentz to Dak Prescott. I don't know how you feel about him, even though he's your quarterback. Right. So talk right. to me. I got Homer here. I absolutely love Dak. As a matter of fact, I like him more than I like Tony Romo, who uh, okay, who was uh, you know statistically one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But with Dak, again, I keep coming back to the same thing with leadership. And Dak, while his skill set isn't what others are, the team responds around him, mm-hmm. and that's what I love to see. You know, when he makes a bad throw, they will just go out to do the extra to make sure they make that grab because they love him. And like with Robo, it was like, ah, whatever, the thing's over my head. I don't give, I don't give a crap. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's just his command of the offense, just, you know, his professionality. It, that's what really impresses me most about Dak Prescott and the fact that he knows He's an underdog. I mean, he's been trashed by, I mean, how many people? Yep, no doubt. A and lot. He doesn't care. That's he's right. Like, well, here's a middle finger for you. It's That's like, right. You know, it's like, uh, I, I don't care. And uh, he just keeps going about his business. So that's my opinion of Dak. And, uh, I love him. You know what? My opinion, and you talked about me being in your head before, you're in mine now. I, I love Dak also. And he may not be as talented as Carson Wentz. And you know what? He's probably not. But Dak Prescott, when you talked about him becoming a leader, I finally saw that not last year, but the year before when they lost to the Rams in the playoff in that playoff match. It wasn't that game, but it was the eight games leading up to that where I saw him take over that team. And it wasn't Ezekiel Elliott's team anymore. It was Dak Prescott. And he's the guy they look to. He made playoff to play, playoff to play, excuse me. He's got a great arm. He's getting smarter. He can run the ball. He's athletic. He gets out of trouble. I like Dak a lot, and I'd rather have him run my offense than Carson Wentz. So, you know what? I'm going to go with you there on your homer pick. I actually do agree with you. I do agree. <laughs> my homer pick. Yeah, well, there you go. Don't think we had to agree against this one. Yeah, right. You know, there you go. Once in a while, it's going to happen. All right. Well, how about this guy coming up? All right. You still got your Deshaun Watson. I got my Patrick Mahomes. And how about this cat, Aaron Rodgers? He's been around for a minute or two. What do you think about him? Uh, he's, he's annoying. <laughs> he's annoying. That's your first thing about Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks that ever lived. Well, he's annoying. That's good. He, he 
Tell me more. What does he eat for breakfast? Just know, you feel that the team just doesn't like because he's so obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to shot. Just look at his face. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I do understand. His body language sucks. He needs to take a class on that. Absolutely. His, his physical skill set is fantastic. He's had some great games. For what? One Super Bowl win? I mean, come on, for as great a quarterback as you mm. are, we've seen so many other poor quarterbacks be able to win more than the Super Bowl, and this, I can't get his team over the next level. Are you, going, are you going down the blasphemy net route of the Dan Marino uh, not winning any Super Bowls? And yeah. uh, it, Oh, ball? I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I'm not saying there were worse ones. I'm just saying for the accolades that this guy gets, one Super Bowl, and I mean, how many, I don't even know how many NFC championships he's gotten before one or two. I mean, it's just, okay. All right. Dan, you're right. Dan Marino is, is a fantastic, and I love Marino. Marino's my, my favorite quarterback just because I love the way he took the ball. But, you know, <laughs> that's, you know, that's a good comeback, bro. I'm never coming back on the show again. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> I love it. That's but, great. Uh, I'm just saying, just for you know the modern day accolades that you're hearing, that just having the one Super Bowl and not being able to carry your team. Because you talked about uh, you know quarterbacks that actually pick teams up on their back and carry them. I don't see that with Rodgers because he's always had talent. Yeah, yeah, okay. He he's always had somewhat in, in around like the twenty. 10, 20, 11, he had some, you know, he had Greg Jennings. He only had James Starks really as his running back for a little while. Um, and, you know, a pretty good defense. That's when Clay Matthews is at his hype. Uh, right. Now we're talking about years and years ago. Rodgers, to me, may be the best quarterback I've ever seen in his prime. Right now, no, I, I would take, yeah, yeah. And that's going to take us a long time to get through. So we may have to save that for another session. I don't know if I've, I'm not sure if I've ever seen anybody do what he's done. And I'll save my breath on that for a minute. But even with all that being said, as much as I love him, I would take either Watson or Mahomes over him right now. Right now, my guy is Mahomes, so I'm definitely sticking with him. So we're arguing about something we agree on. We're all, exact, well, we're arguing because you, you called him annoying. The first thing about Aaron Rodgers, uh, so what do you think about Aaron Rodgers? Well, he's annoying, and he does State Farm commercials. Great. That's the first thing you have to say. I love it, man. I'm so glad to have you on the show today, bro. We're even going to go for a little bit longer. I appreciate that. I'll make sure I replay that over again throughout the show when I cut it up. I'm the perfect yeah, freaking yeah, host. I, just won't copyright I love it. Beautiful, beautiful. All right. I'm not going to go through the other ones in the NFC North. We got Matt Stafford. We got Trubisky or Foles, and we got Cousins, who I happen to like, but I'm not going to put him anywhere near that level, and I'm pretty sure you're not either, unless dot, dot, dot. No. Good. No, Good. No. Thank God. I didn't feel like having another really big argument and uh, accidentally hanging up on you. Okay, Wait, let's keep this going. Yeah, I have a argument. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to keep going. We're going to do quarterbacks. We're going to finish up with our quarterbacks. Then we're going to come back for one more quick segment where we're going to do actually fantasy Skilled positions, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end are top five going in to next season. So stay tuned for that. But here we go. We're moving on. We're going to the NFC South where we have quite a few interesting quarterbacks now. We got Drew Brees. We got Matt Ryan. Interesting enough. We have Tom Brady and now Teddy Bridgewater. You're Deshaun Watson. Is he better than all four of those starting quarterbacks? Wow. Uh, Yes. 
Yes, no doubt. No doubt. Um, who, who would be the next one you would put there? Brady in prime, and I just don't know about the offense, how that's going to work down there. Matt Ryan is always disappointed. Cruz would be as close uh, to him. But again, he's another quarterback that has always seemed to underachieve when the pressure is on. Uh-huh. He just seems to fail. Yep. For yep. whatever reason, you know, they'll, score, they'll be in the NFC Championship game and the Saints can score, you know, eight points or, you know. No, you're right. You're right. That's a good point that nobody really brings up the fact that they're always in the playoffs and they're the team to beat, it seems like, and they don't come through when it really counts. Especially at home. Right. Superdome, uh, what, three times? Three, yeah. four times? Yeah, twice, yeah, twice in the last three years, correct. Yeah, and then at home, they can't move the freaking ball. And, yeah. and I don't know, you know, you just want to blame the whole offense, obviously, or the system. But, you know, Breeze is, you know, the quarterback's the leader. And when that happens, I got to look at him first. So, again, Breeze is right up there, but I can see going forward, give me uh, Deshaun. You know, and, and again, the only reason I wouldn't say Brady is because I, I'm not sure about how he's going to operate in this new offense. And again, father age always takes us toll. Yeah, it does. It absolutely. And that's why I'm still with Pat Mahomes on this one. You're going with Watson so far. I'm going with Mahomes. You really can't go wrong with either one of those guys. They're going to be top three at worst, top four or five quarterbacks in the league for the next, let's pray, another eight to ten years if we're lucky. Let's see. All right. I know we got one more tiny break coming up. And maybe we're going to do that right now real quick, Dave. We'll go to one more break coming up, and then we will get to our last division Reveal who our best quarterback is. Right now, you got Deshaun Watson. I got Patrick Mahomes. We're going to go to the NFC West and see if any one of them can overtake either one of them. So hang in there. We'll be right back. Oh, yeah. That's football. hear it. Bring it louder now. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, God. How much do you love that, Dave? I love it, baby. I can smell football right now. Oh, it's such a beautiful thing in life. Oh, my God. Football. What joy it brings to all of us, man. Unreal. They're not even freaking playing and we love it. stuff. It's just great. (laughs) Absolutely great, man. Oh, man, guys, Rufus Sports Podcast by the Sports Column. We're going to finish off our quarterback list over here right now. My man, Dave, he's got Deshaun Watson as his number one pick. As we get to our last division, the NFC West, and I got Patrick Mahomes as my number one quarterback. Will that change at all as we get into our last four quarterbacks in the NFC West? And then, guys, we're going to go to my man's specialty over here and do some fantasy football action for you. We're going to rank our position players top one through five, and we're going to see if we're on the right page. If I'm differing from uh, from the warrior over here, then go with him, all right? This is his stuff. He's, he's the fantasy man, so listen to him. And by the way, guys, I'm just saying that to make him feel good. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I love you too, man. You're such a good sport. (laughs) All right, Dave, here we go. You got Deshaun Watson, who is as good as there is out there, man. I ain't going to play around with you. I still got Patrick Mahomes over him, but it's close as it gets. 
I know you like Jimmy G, but would you would you dare? No. No. No, I didn't think so. Uh, no. no. I like Jimmy G as a game manager and not the most dynamic player. I think you brought it up earlier when we talked about the Niners. I mean, I know that's your team. I do love Jimmy G. I think he's going to be just a professional quarterback. He's not going to be anything really flashy, but he's going to be a, a game leader. You should be uh, glad to have him because, again, if you remember Troy Aikman back in back in my day. Yeah, I remember um, him. I mean, he was never considered – nobody drafted him. Well, I wouldn't say nobody, but, I mean, you know, he was like one of the last – uh, picks that you would draft in uh, as quarterback in your fantasy football league because right. it just wasn't flashy, but right. he won. Right. And he, you know, they used the running game. You already mentioned Mostert and you mentioned Brita. So I just see that that's the way they're going to handle. So as far as a quarterback is concerned, I just don't think he's going to be given the opportunity that Watson has. Well, I I loved your assessment right there. I thought you were spot on with um with what you just brought up and the way that Jimmy G is more of a game manager and not somebody who's going to go out there and throw you 450 yards a game and stuff like that. So I'm with you. Yeah, there are plenty of quarterbacks out there that just do what they're supposed to do. Don't turn over the ball. That's why the Panthers brought in Teddy Bridgewater. Let's not turn right. over the ball. Let's make sure Christian McCaffrey gets this thing done. And obviously, they're going to give him the ball a lot more now. Not that he hadn't had it enough after getting a four-year, $64 million contract. My goodness. But, yeah, I'm with you on Jimmy G. I, again, I, I, I do like him. Um, I just want to see him evolve more, and we'll see what happens. But right now, he already you know, was a big part of getting us to the Super Bowl. So let's see what happens in a full year, number two. God bless and God willing, he stay healthy. But I agree as well. What about a guy who we thought was on the rise, but didn't really rise up too much last year? It seems like he fell a little bit in Jared Goff. Oh, no, no. No way. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> never, I've never been a Goff fan. I, I just, there's another one. I'm going to put him with Carson Wentz in the overhyped category. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah, I don't see it. There's no way. I mean, uh, what do I say? It's just like nothing. The chips really, are down, and <laughs> you need uh, you, again. I'm going to go back to something you said earlier: is that you need to pick up your team on your shoulders. Goff's not your guy. No, he's not. He's a, he he couldn't lift up a hundred pound weight. Yeah, I was going to say if things are going great, he's going to have a great game. But mm-hmm. if things are going tough, he's going to sink right into the hole. Yeah, and it it just goes to show you how much Todd Gurley was so important to that team because oh a couple of God, years yes. ago. When they were on that run and they were beating Kansas City 500 to 449 on Monday Night Football, yeah. you know, I mean, he was completing everything to everyone and basically putting it right in their pocket. But a lot of that had to do with all the time he had the good, the great offensive line and Todd Gurley being the number one player on that team. So I totally agree. And I remember having this argument a couple of years ago. I'm like, wait till Goff doesn't have these weapons. Then we'll see what happens. A guy like Kyla Murray has a whole bunch of weapons right now. Hopkins over there. Kenyon Drake, can he keep improving and doing what he's doing? Now, we both know that Kyler Murray is not Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes, so neither one of us is going to go there. But I think that Kyler Murray has got a pretty bright future. And I think that this year, after coming off a 5-10-1 season, I think they can pull off seven to eight wins, maybe even nine. Oh, all right. We're finally going to agree. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, no, actually, I've been agreeing. So. But anyways, no, I like Kyler Murray. I just like his... What's the word? Hutzpah? <laughs> that was so good. 
Well done. He just has the spunk. He has talent. And I just, you know, just look at his face. Yeah. I, I don't, don't even ask me, but you look at his face and he's got this, always this angry look. Like he just has something to prove. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, he's not the biggest guy. We know that. No. But he's pretty agile. And he, again, it looks like he could command an offense. And I am completely with you. I think before uh, before long, he's going to really start commanding that offense. And the uh, and the Cardinals are going to uh, excel. I mean, it's been it's been overdue for them. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been long overdue. The last time they were significant, we know that Kurt Warner was leading that team uh, through a beautiful touchdown pass, which Larry Fitzgerald took all the way up the middle down for a touchdown. Oh, the Steelers, yeah. Wow, what amazing! And then Ben led that drive, and Santonio Holmes was unbelievable on that That's drive. True. Wow, what a Super Bowl! Oh, yep. What a Super Bowl. And I'll tell you, the play of the game was at the end yep, of the half. James Harrison making a 199-yard yeah. return. Oh, my God. What a, Unbelievable. What a play. I don't think I've ever seen a better heads-up play in the Super Bowl. In my, it changed the entire game because Arizona was starting to come on and their offense was waking oh, up. Changed. They were leading until then. That's um, right. I thought they were going to win it. That's yeah, the way that things were going. You got it. You got it. All right, we got one more quarterback, and then we're going to go fantasy, and we saved the best quarterback in this division for last because he, listen, Russell Wilson is way up there as far as quarterbacks concerned. We know he's one of the better ones, but is he better than your boy Deshaun Watson? Wow, this is tough. This is tough. I'm going to stick with my guy, but I'm going to tell you, Russell Wilson is one of the best gamers and again, I've mentioned this several times that I like guys that are in the game, that their team respects them. Uh, when, when the clutch is on, they come through. I'm gonna stick with my guy because I think he's just a little more, a little more versatile. And again, he is gonna have more years. But Russell Wilson is just is, you know, I, I didn't buy him for the longest time. I don't know why. I'm an idiot. Really. But, yeah, I, I, for, you know the first few first few years, it was like, oh, he's going to be a flash in the pan. Well, hmm. could I be more wrong? This guy, I mean, you talk about, um, you know, I mentioned this about Dak Prescott. It's just the fact that you have command over an offense, and the fact that you may not be the most gifted quarterback, but when you have command and your team wants to play for you, and that's something, everything that Russell Wilson is. Um, you, you can't beat that. I mean, you can, it's, and how do you draft that? I mean, how do you know? That, that a quarterback is going to be that type of a commander. And again, it all starts there. So, And you have to look at his will to win and will to want to play, to be able to transfer in college and become a starting quarterback at Wisconsin and NC State, and right. then to go into the NFL, not get drafted to the third round, but give his all, his everything and more to study and whatnot, to become the number one quarterback on the Seahawks, who just gave again, we talked about it before, Matt Flynn, 26 mil for three years, which was a lot of money back then. It's a lot of money to me right now, I'll tell you that. I'll take that deal any day. (laughs) (laughs) So I would love that. And Russell Wilson, um, it's funny, you're you're kind of comparing him to Patrick Mahomes in the sense that calling, um, you know, saying Patrick Mahomes may be a flash in the pan. You know, we don't know that, but he could be a flash in the pan. And saying that about, again, uh, also about Russell Wilson, where in his second year as a starter, he won a Super Bowl. He went back to the Super Bowl his following season, and if they just handed the ball off to Marshawn Lynch, they're back-to-back Super Bowl champs. Now, and you would have been very upset. Uh, it, yes, very upset. <laughs> 
And you and you nailed it. I'm a 49er fan, so there's nothing to like about Seattle Seahawks, their uniforms, their stadium, nothing about them. This is a wonderful city, but let the sunshine, sunshine come out once in a while. I mean, it freaking rains there every damn day. But I'm going to tell you right now, and I wrote an article on this on the sports column. I would like you guys to go check it out. I'll love it if you checked it out, Dave. Absolutely. I got Russell Wilson over Patrick Mahomes, over Deshaun Watson, over Aaron Rodgers, over anybody in the league because of everything you said times a million. He does everything. He rarely gets sacked. He never gets hurt. He has never missed a start in eight seasons. They're in the playoffs every year. He doesn't have much to work with at all. His defense has now become mediocre. And nobody gets out of the pocket better than him, keeps his eyes downfield, is be able to complete a pass and put the ball where really nobody else can. You said he's a gamer. This guy is the ultimate gamer. He's one of the best football players I've ever seen in my life. Not quarterback, football players I've ever seen. There's nothing that he cannot do. You put anybody around him and you don't know any of their freaking names. You finally find out who DK Metcalf was toward the end of the season because Lockett had got hurt. All right. I'm waiting for a good season from him this year, by the way. Yes, I agree with you. And I think that he will have a good season. I think that's that's great for a guy like Russell Wilson who needs, please, God, give him one weapon to throw the ball to. And when he lost his best weapon, which, you know, Disley tight end, I mean, you know, it's like now what is the offense going to do? It's amazing, but he keeps it going. They were 11 and 5 last year with a mediocre defense and nobody on offense. Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in the NFL. When he came into the league, he was getting there already back to back Super Bowls. I don't know how he wasn't, how he hasn't won an MVP yet, but he deserves one to me. Russell let Wilson me, is the best let quarterback. Let me ask you a question. Ask away. Do you think one of the problems is, is that he's you know, all the way up in Seattle and that he doesn't have that East Coast exposure and, you know, we just don't see him all that much because, I mean, I can't disagree with anything he said, but I just think, you know, he's just not on one of those hype teams that are on every, you know, every third Monday night game or on 4 o'clock in the, on the East Coast, you know. He just doesn't get that exposure and I think that's part of the problem as well. You nailed it, brother. You absolutely nailed it. Yes, football is different where we do get to see more of the better, excuse me, the, the better teams, but yeah, we don't get to see Seattle that often. If we're lucky, maybe two or three times a year, they're also a West Coast team, so we don't get to see them in the afternoon as much when they're hosting their eight playoff game, uh, eight playoff games, eight regular season games at home. But that is absolutely part of it. It's underrated by unknown, unseen. I mean, guy's been to six Pro Bowls. He's won the Super Bowl once. I mean, he. He couldn't have been the quarterback, uh, the quarterback, the MVP of that Super Bowl because I think Denver scored what three points in that game, and the defense was oh my god unreal. <laughs> I mean, come on now. I mean, the first play of the game was a safety, but when you look I at know. some, when you look at some of the years, like in 2017, 34 touchdowns and only 11 interceptions, 4,000 yards. Now he's a guy again who's not going to light up the scoreboard with flashy um, statistics. He's not going to throw for 50 touchdowns. He's not going to throw for 5,000 yards, but he's going to do whatever needs to be done to get the game won. And I've never seen anybody play as hard. The, the will, the fight, 
everything, and I see it two times a year, sometimes three times a year if we play him in the playoffs. That guy is the scariest guy in the football field to me, hands down. I, I just want to throw in there before we move on. Um, I had mentioned uh, the, the facial expression, and you look at him, and he's like, I'm going to win this game. Yep, ice cold. Ice cold. Yep. Couldn't agree and more. And that's uh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say that. I mean, that's, you can just tell he's a leader. And yes. I, I am far from a Seahawks fan. There's just no doubt about that. Right. But uh, actually, I saw them a couple times uh, down in Dallas. It was, uh, they were fun games. So, but uh, seeing him in person is just, uh, just, just his body language just dictates that he control. You know, I've mentioned this. I'm sorry time and time again. But when you have control of that offense, that people are, are you know, your teammates are really going to stretch out for you. They're really going to yep. you know, go go the extra mile. Whereas if you're Aaron Rodgers, well, not so much. Yeah, I hear you, man. I totally the attitude is a lot, and they would run through a brick wall for either Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, or Patrick Mahomes at this point. So I got Russell Wilson as my best quarterback in the league as of today. You got Deshaun Watson. And it's a shock to a lot of people out there that neither one of us picked Patrick Mahomes. But how about that? Very interesting. That's what you get when you get real deal football talk. And you're getting it right now with me and my man Dave, the road warrior over here. Dave, we got a little bit of time left so we can run through our quarterbacks or we can run through our fantasy lineup. Or we can save it for the next show if you'd like, brother. Uh, we can save it. I mean, uh, Yeah, we got a lot more to talk about. Yeah, because I, I have a feeling once we get on this topic, we're going to be on it for like hours. So, yeah, I agree um, too. I agree too. <laughs> and guys, we're going to be coming back at you very, very shortly. There's no doubt about it. We have another episode coming up. We will just give you the day and the time, and we're going to start off with that. But we have so much more to talk about, Dave. This has been an awesome show, and I wish it didn't have to end, man. Oh, man, I have had such a blast. I needed a laugh, and I hope everybody else did too, you know, with everything that's going on. And again, I hate to regress back to that, but I mean, it is a fact of the matter, you know, with everything going on here that uh, we just need to, you know, kind of step back and get back to a little bit of normalcy. So, Absolutely. That's what we need. And that's what we're trying to give you. Look, we're trying to give you some football facts and football fun. Have a laugh on the air. Have a good time. Again, nothing on this show is ever scripted. We have our outline. That's it. And we just go and we ride and we have fun. Dave, before we get out of here, I want to make sure that everybody who is listening and then some knows where to find you, where you're riding, where you're podcasting, everything, so they can know where my man, the Road Warriors, at. No problem. You can follow me on Twitter at RoadWarrior underscore D. I, I actually not all sports. I love movies and I love music. So you'll see that there as well. You can follow me on Facebook at Dave Cherney and... Where else am I? Oh, I'm at Sports Crew Radio, of course. Uh, that's where I do the podcasting. And also my main site is at fakepigskin.com where I do a lot of administration and I do some writing and also some podcasting. So other than that, I'm not doing anything. Yeah, right. Yeah, you got nothing going on. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a man of many talents, ladies and gentlemen. Dave Cherney, the road warrior. I mean, really, you got a lot to do and I know that you can handle it. That's great. This has been a great show. Obviously, you know your football. We're going to bring you back for that a lot more, especially when fantasy comes up. We're going to actually have a live fantasy draft on the show, which is going to be fantastic. 
Can't wait to do that. We're going to have two minutes on the clock for reach. We're going to get to bust on people's picks and all that sort of stuff. I would love for you to be part of it when we do get it together. But until then, we're going to continue this show at another time in the next upcoming days. We got a lot of fantasy to talk about, a lot more. Dave, again, can't thank you enough for taking your time out today on this weekend with everything that's going on. I really appreciate it all. And really, it was a blast. And thanks for teaching me a thing or two. Well, you know I love you, brother. Uh, we talk back and forth quite often, so it was good that we finally got on the air and got to air it out a little bit, man. And, Absolutely. Uh, just, you know, again, you just stay safe and uh, everybody else stay safe, and we're going to get through this. We are. We're going to get through it as long as we stay smart and safe. Remember, guys, wear your mask, wear your gloves. Don't think you're immune to this. Don't think it's over. It's nowhere near over. This thing is going on for a long time, so if you want to stop it, be part of the solution, not the problem. Stay in. If you got to go out, then you better cover up and don't go near people. That's it, Dave. These guys got to listen. They got to understand. So what I'm getting ready to do right now. I got to run out to the store and it's like, all right, let me bundle up. Yeah. Like, this is a, that's it. As nutty as this is, you got to be smart. You're right. We got to do what we got to do. So let's be smart. Let's come together, not just as Americans, people, but as a whole country together. Let's work as one. Let's get rid of this virus so we can move on and let the days be happier and let the sports resume. That's what I'm right, talking we about. we need football. We need it bad, bad, and on time, hopefully. We shall see. Fans are not, but let's hope that everybody is safe, healthy, and happy. That's the most important thing. Dave, you made me very happy this morning, man. A lot of football talk that I'm going to get together and let the crowd hear. It's going to be a beautiful thing, my brother. Uh, I loved it, man. Let's do this more often, man. You got because, it. Uh, you know, again, you need a release, and uh, you know, just not hearing a lot. You know, too much football these days. So, you know, we're obviously you and I are trying to keep up. It's been a little right. difficult, but with everything going on, but, yeah, seriously. Uh, no, no, I so appreciate you inviting me on. Wow, uh, listen, the the honor, the pleasure was all mine, and it's funny how everything you hear on. You know, in any sports station is Tom Brady this, Tom Brady that. We talked about him for two or three seconds. That was it in about an hour and a half. So rock and roll to me and you, man. How about that? Awesome, bro. Awesome. <laughs> love it. That's love it. Like I, I love it. All right. My man, the road warrior. This is Jason Fearman on Twitter at Sports Profit One. We are out for now. Next time, get ready for your fantasy football and get ready for your draft on Thursday. All right, Dave. Peace out, my friend. Love it. Be good.